Hello guys and welcome to episode 110. This episode's brought to you by Premier Staffing. Give them a search on Google if you're looking for a job. And before we get into the main bit of this, i got some sad news for you. Yep. If, you, if you've tuned in expecting a review, the results show, that's going to come on Monday's episode now so I can give you the international results. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm now joined by Lucy Johnson and I play for Lee Miners. I'm a prop forward and I'm sponsored by BD Joinery. So how did you get involved with sports? Well, when I was really, really younger, it's a stupid one, but I used to dance. And honestly, I'm probably the worst dancer you've ever seen. Like, I had two left feet. And then people started saying, like, try rugby, because I'm pretty tall, bigger built. They were like, try rugby. And I remember going down to Lee Miners Rangers. It was, I think, under 14s. And it wasn't massive, but it was still big for a girls rugby club. Yeah. I went there, and I remember going over to my dad and being like, I absolutely love it, though. It was amazing. It was dev friendly, there was like female and male coaches, so it was dev welcoming and just took off from there, it was just good. So did any any of your under-14s come through with you? Um, we've gone through to under-16s together, but most of the girls who I went through the age groups with have gone to community because they're younger. Yeah. And I've gone to the league. We're still in contact with each other, like we still train and stuff, and I play union with some of them, and they come to like watching the Super League games and they're really supportive, but yeah. That's what you want. It's like Leah broke on the mould, and I like it because the deal won't right to to rebrand. And if it's not right, don't do it. Some works for some, not for others. The fact they've turned around, all right, got promoted, finished top. Right, we need somewhere for our younger players to play. We need somewhere for our fringe players. Let's get a community team going now. Let's yeah, drop them down the league so they can play in week out. So, say you, yeah. you're only seventeen, but you're ready for Super League. Yeah. But you might have one of your teammates who's not, and it gives yeah, them that, that game time and development against women without coming on and getting, yeah, getting given it. If I can say one thing about mines, which they're absolutely class at, it's the age groups going through the ages, because they've got right now they've got an under 11s team going all the way through to Super League. So you join where whatever point you join at, you're going through like you're going through under 14s, under 16s, others are under 18s, community, Super League. So there's somewhere to aim for, but you're also always going to be comfortable where you are. That's it. At least I know I said it on the episode we had Robin on, but COVID really helped that club because it was the first time they could keep the players together. Oh, yeah, we really close. Over COVID, we did Zoom calls, and each week you're having more people join. And I remember coming back from COVID, and I'm like, whoa, there's... there's Two under 16s teams now, obviously two up in age, and you're just like booming. Yeah, and it were, no one were getting picked off by Super League. No. Some, some of you obviously going over and trying rugby union and having a go at that because it's a life experience. Yeah. It's only a good thing. Yeah. You have a lot of girls who go to union for fitness, that's what I did. And then you're booming boom union as well, and it's great. It can, it can, it can only grow like. I, I look at it, if the two work hand in hand, it makes the women's sport boom and everyone comes yeah. up together. Yeah, definitely. You're on DICE as well, do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, um, so it's a programme obviously you probably know with England. Um, 
honestly, it's amazing. It's basically teaching you and making you ready for if you ever go professional in the future towards England or whatever it could be. Because it's like classroom sessions on how to deal with injury and one of them, which is really good, like especially for now, is how to interview and what to say and what not to say. Um, you've also got field sessions and it's pushing you to different maxes with your training, getting used, getting used to like how intense training could be in certain places. And then also they took us in pool recovery sessions, which was really good to learn how to like fix yourself after you've trained yourself hard. It, overall, it's just a really good experience and it's really helping me along. That's it. It's getting getting you younger players ready for where the sport could be in a couple of years. Oh yeah, definitely. There's people like all the others who've just been thrown into it. I feel like if anyone my age now on the Dice programme ever got pushed up to the next band, they'd be ready for it and they'd be like, the... That's it. It's, it, it's kind of a groundbreaking programme because I can't think of any many in other sports where they take you, getting your diploma, getting your stuff done. They, yeah. they then train you like... How do you deal with life as an athlete? That's exactly what it's for. We're currently using this thing called the wheel and it's got loads of different sections. And one of them, for example, you wouldn't even think of it, but it's finance. It's how do you deal with the cost of rugby and the cost of life. And it really helps you to understand that and see it. Yeah, People it's... think rugby has nutrition in and sport and fitness, but it's loads of different components behind it. And you just hit on the one one there. Like say ninety percent of you are listening now are players or partners of players or friends or family. I don't unless you see the finances these players are putting out to to play week in, week out, you don't realise like how much of their life it's taking up. Yeah. It's a case of travelling, like sometimes you can be going to Yorkshire from like I'm in Lancashire obviously, from Lancashire to Yorkshire it's a fur trek. So it's money on petrol, for example, and it's money on kit and money on food that you're eating because you need specific foods, obviously, to fuel your body for rugby. It's, it's mental when you look at it all behind the scenes. So speaking of travelling, you've also played for England students. <laughs> it's, it's the thing with this one. It's, it's international, yeah, but it was at Lee Mines. The good students game that I played was at Lee Mines, which was really convenient. But, yeah, it wasn't that much of a travel. <laughs> No, so you've got there, you've, you've done your, your students, how did that go for you? Honestly, that was an experience I'll never forget. Like, I remember I didn't get initially picked, but then Connor called me up just before the last game and was like, can you come train with, train with us in Castleford, please? And obviously, like, I'm only young and I was, like, so giddy about it. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to get a book to train with good students and everything like that. I remember training, and it was such a good training. It was amazing. And he spoke to me after and he was like, you might not be playing, but would you be able to play on Wednesday? Obviously, I jumped at that. I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then uh, the team came out late that night and I was the sub on it. And honestly, I was like nearly crying with happiness. And yeah, the game went really well. Really, really well. We got the right score and everything. And it's an experience I'll never forget. That's it. You go like, you guys are there. You, you come over to Yorkshire. You've tried again, expense. You've got to do what you've got to do. And you're yeah. giddy you go, you're playing at Lee, you're playing at your home. Yeah, it was amazing. I, 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 bet, I bet your family, friends and everyone were like absolutely buzzing to see you out there. Oh yeah, they all came. It's another thing, miners posted it all over miners. I had my headshot on there. So loads of my friends, family, loads of the open age, younger girls came watching. 
it was no I had such a back in that day I remember I was a sub and I ran on and all I could hear when I was running home was go on Lucy from all my friends and family it was amazing that's it I, I, I think students teachers and forces it, it needs a bit of prestige on it because you had good matches there's some yeah. real good players You look a lot of it you're looking through and go especially like so if I you, your students team if we look back in say four years time when we're at, say no three years time we're next on our next rotation of a World Cup because that's three years away yeah. it'd be interesting to see how many have gone and jumped from students to top level oh, Super League and then because if you look if you, I wish I'd, I wish I could get a list of all the England students teams because I bet there's four or five in every single se- selection yeah. that have gone on to be full internationals it's another one of your stepping stones, isn't it? Instead of just jumping straight into England, it's England students because it's a step up from the like the challenge of playing. It's a harder game to play and stuff, and it's making people see how you manage it. And how how do you manage it? Say yourself who went over, didn't initially get picked, went to train, got you might play, you might not. How do you get on and get on and play with people you're not you're not necessarily you don't really know them, you don't. You don't really. You might have played against them a couple. Some you've probably never even seen before. Yeah, it's a case of just going in with a dead open mind, like be friendly with everyone. I, I personally act like everyone's my friend. Like I'll talk to anyone and I'll pretend like I've known them for like ten years, because if not, you're obviously going to be dead shy and stuff. And that's the, one of the best things for me within rugby league. Everyone's friendly with each other. Yeah. You might have just met a person, but then two minutes later you can be like your best friends. It's great. So I went in. I knew a few people, because some I'd played with, some I was at Dice with, like I said. Some were from, like, my union team. There was a girl there who went with me from a union team. And everyone's so welcoming. So you just fit right into places. It'd be, inter- it'd be interesting, like, say, a year's time, if they can throw the fourth team in there as Dice. I know. I, actually, Dice, at the end of your qualification, at the end of the two years, you play Wales. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be playing... So you came in to play in open age about this time last year? Yeah, when I was only 16, came into the championship team. It was a big jump. And that was, that was it, like, last year's championship was kind of crazy. Because there were so oh, yeah, many man. teams, but were only up until about three, four rounds to the end, they were, it looked like a four-horse race. Yeah. I don't know if it was just me at mine's, but I remember playing, and I was just playing, I liked it, it was different, it was a challenge, and I love a challenge, and the next minute, like, we're at the top of the table, yeah? Yeah. And then we beat Stabbing Lee, and I'm like, once at semi-final, and then we played Stabbing Lee again, and it's like, oh my god, we're in the challenge final, and it's kind of like, it was unexpected for me, I was like, oh, since when were we here? I don't know if it's just because I just joined, and I was a bit, like, behind with it all, but, yeah. Yeah, no, it, 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 were, it were crazy, because... It was ultra competitive. Oh yeah. No, no one knew like they were like idea at the beginning of the season, but like, witness would go well, Barrow would go well. You guys had a squad standing. They always have a squad. And then you go all, going through the season. All of a sudden, no one's running away with it. Everyone's taking a bit off each other. Because all the yeah, others, have, all, all the others who come up to Super League have gone near enough the entire season undefeated. Yeah. And it's not hold. It's not. I don't think it's held them in good stead because. They've not had to lose and then get back up and go, right, we have to go again next week of ways. Yeah. That's one thing we're really good at. Like, 
no matter what the score is, we get back up and we go again next week and we try harder and we push harder. Like, yeah. A big thing we always say still to this day is what won us the champions, uh, the championship final and what got us to the top of the league is defence. It was big on defence. Yeah. That's it. It's like, defence don't win you matches, but it keeps you in there for a long time and it can break the heart of your other opponent. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you're defending all game, all game, so you just seem to think. So, having good defence, obviously, really helps in the match. So, speaking of matches, how did the final go for you? Again, that was another like life experience. I remember I was only 16 at the time, but a year younger. And I remember sitting in college and got bad signal in my college. I remember refreshing my phone, seeing if I was on the team or not. And I remember seeing I was on the team again and I was like, oh my God, I'm just under 16. I was under 16 at the time. Still playing in the 16s games, now in the championship final, and I was like, "Wow!" And the final was at Thato, really nice pitch. And my mind is, we brought so many fans down. Like you looked around the pitch, and all the sides were filled. It was a really tough game, really tight game. And yeah, luckily we won it, and it was mega fuss. That's it. And now, come up to Super League. The way it was so tight, we're going to bring two up, and not going to take anyone down, which. Again, yeah. one of the things you got everyone's got to look at. With having top having more teams at the top, you're attracting more players, more fans, more spectators, more eyes, more money. Eventually, the money bit will turn to the thing semi-pro, then professional. If we bottle deck at the top and go, we're just gonna have like four massive teams, and that's it. Like that don't work. Name a sport, but last off that it doesn't. Yeah. So you. you Personally, I believe in League Two in Super League. I think it's quite close. I yeah. think all the teams now are well matched. Like every game's not been a runaway win or a complete loss. It's always been tight. So I think the competition's really, really well suited. I think the League Two Super League idea was a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's it's kind of been a. I've, I've been to other than this weekend. So watching the England match, I've been to matches every weekend, sometimes twice a weekend, depending on when play, teams are playing. And even the matches but get away from the other teams, the, the areas in them where they're dominant and they're yeah. entertaining and that's what you want. You want entertainment. You don't want certainty of outcome. You don't want to go and go, well, we could get beaten here today. Yeah, uncertainty of outcome. Like you, through the rotations, you've had Barrow back to back. Yeah. I wish we'd have had Barrow a bit later in the season. Because this week, I can't explain how close the match was. It was only one try away. And I think, I wish we'd have had, had him a third time. Because I think we would have had him next time. Because like I was saying before, with minors, no matter what the score is in the match, we could completely run away with the win or we could completely get, like lose it. We'll go back to training and we work on whatever we need to work on and we come back stronger. So next week, and not next week, the week after our game, I think we'll come back even stronger from last week. And it's only just going to go up and up and up. That's it, so how, how have you found Super League so far? You've been enjoying it? Oh, loving it. Loving it. The thing is, I think being at mine has helped me a lot with loving it because it's such a close team. I don't know if it's because we was community and we've gone through together and we've been this one team, but it's so close and so friendly and they all all the players there are just so friendly and welcoming and they put, they put you under the wing. So what you wonder, like, if... Half of it, like, say you've lost this weekend, but if you get on and you enjoy being around each other, 
you're enjoying training together and playing together. People forget this sport's meant to be fun. It's why you take up sport to enjoy yourself. Yeah, no matter what at mine is, it's always fun. It's always fun. You're always having a laugh with your mates. You're always, there's never a dull moment. Question time. Favourite stadium and why? Um, I'm going to have to go for Lee Sports Village. It's not a big one, but being a massive Lee fan myself, being from Lee, and there's no place like Lee. I'll say it strongly, I'll say it like, with my whole heart. When you're in that north stand at Lee Sports Village, it's amazing. We all cheer together, we all chat together. We're, again, whether you're winning or losing, it's such an environment, it has to be my favourite stadium. That's it, and it is a very... It's one, of, it's one of the few modern rugby league stadiums. Yeah. It's solely for rugby league and is a community stadium and has... Yeah, I can, I can see why it would mean a lot. Another so, thing with Lee is you tech a bit of your stadium everywhere you go. So when we went to Tottenham, you should have seen the fans in the bottom bit. We didn't feel a load of it, but the noise was there. The noise was there. Second question. Favourite... Slash most influential players on you? If you would have asked me this when I was dead young, my instant answer would have been Fui. He played at Lee and I used to think as a kid, I thought he was a tank, I thought he was amazing. I used to watch him and like fangirling because he used to smash things and stuff. And with me being a prop forward, I used to watch him and be like, wow. But now it's more like on a personal level, the players I look up to. Yeah. So for example, there's a woman on my team, her name's Vicky Rosavina, she's a prop forward. And honestly, I look up to her so much. She's so strong and so resilient and just a nice person all around. She's someone I really look up to. Another player, probably, Rachel Thompson at Wigan. Yeah. With her ACM being gone recently, you see her in the gym when I'm training and she's constantly trying, 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 trying. And she always has a smile on her face and I just think that's amazing. That's it with Rachel. She's such a nice person. Oh, yeah. You speak to her and, oh, she's so friendly. But she's so hard-working. So... Question number three. Where do you see the sport going in the future? Personally, I think it's only going to go up. It only has gone up recently, and it's only going to keep going up. Because the more girls that start going into rugby and buying into it, the more fans buy into it. I've had people coming watching me and turning around and going, I didn't expect women's rugby to be that good. Most people, for some reason, I don't know why, but a lot of people expect it to be soft, which annoys me and everyone else. But then they come and they're like... Someone put a big hit on someone else, and oh my god, I can't believe it! And they realise it's actually good. So I just think it's going to go places. That's it. We need to get a big hits highlight reel, reel going. <laughs> yeah. Blow up the internet. That's all we need to do. 